Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
managed to have six tackles and have one pass defense in that matchup. So with him, and then also you're doing um, Jamar Adams, they're going to be a, a formable uh, uh, secondary during the course of the season. So you will hear about this young man throughout the course of the season. You're listening to Locker Talk on the Back to News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars for tomorrow today. Now, in Jacksonville, Keenan Coles, wide receiver. Now, Keenan has been with um, these guys ever since he had cracked the league, believe in 2017. Each year, uh, he showed, his rookie year, he led the team in receiving yards. Over the past two years, with coaching changing, changes, his play kind of was up and down, you know, wasn't as consistent. Uh, one of the things I talked about last year, how it's very important to get him involved in the offense. Um, this week, team in reception led the team in receiving yards. And he also caught a big touchdown late in the fourth quarter that gave Jacksonville the lead for good in a game where they were down by these double digits early on because the Colts was on fire with their new coach, I mean, the new head, I mean, new quarterback in veteran Phillip Rivers. Uh, but with six minutes and four seconds left in regulation, Jacksonville had faced the first and ten from the Colts and two yard line. Um, quarterback Justin Mitchell received the ball from shotgun, and Kenan Coles was actually lined up on the left side of the field on the inside slot position. And when the ball was snapped, he ran a crossing route underneath the zone towards the right side of the field. Mitchell checked off to his left, then stepped back to his right, and that's when he saw Coles um, not being covered, wide open, and contested, caught an easy touchdown, and that actually gave the Jacksonville Jaguars the lead. But good. They did wind up kicking the field goal um, later on in that quarter, but that touchdown was the was the part that got them over the hump. Hump, and that was Coles being the leader that he is. Hopefully, this is some, this will show signs of what to come with the Jacksonville Jaguars, but especially Keenan Cole, knowing that he will up. He's been a major factor in this game, and hopefully, this is something that will continue for this young man. Adam Thielen, All-Pro, two-time All-Pro, Minnesota Vikings. Did what he normally do, catch the ball. Was targeted eight times, caught six of those passes for 110 yards, and he brought in two touchdowns. Um, that was um, made late in the game. Healthy. That Stephon Diggs, uh, his other right hand man, is gone. And pretty much was the number one receiver anyway. But uh, with the more young talent around him, he's more that, that elder statesman for that team. Another player from the regional combine that was overlooked. Now he's treading towards the, the air of being great. Um, if he continues with this, he definitely will be considered one of the best of all time. Um, I, if, I had, if he was to retire today, he'll make that ring of honor for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, he, he's really showing what he is doing um, on that field as being something towards being legendary. If he continues with this, he definitely may find himself in uh, a gold jacket. And which, I mean, uh, yeah, a gold jacket, that would be great. Also, one for the regional combine platform got that far. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause. We're going to come back and we're going to jump into some more talk. Talk about these HBCU players in week one in the NFL. We listen to Lock of Talk on the Best in News Radio Network. If you want real discussions on politics, social issues, racial issues, and other topics, then tune into the Bachelor News Radio Show. Listen live every Monday and Thursday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com. And if you miss the show, you can listen every Monday through Saturday at 
8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern, and every Sunday at 5 a.m. and 3 p.m. at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Listen and be informed. All right. Welcome back to uh, welcome back to Locker Talk on the home. Welcome back to Locker Talk on the home of Bachelor News Radio Network. We have our NFL thoughts for tomorrow. Make sure you guys tune in to Bachelor News Radio Show host L.A. Bassam. The show discuss issues of race, politics, policy, <clears throat> injustice, equality, religion, and sports that affect the black, brown, and poor people. People negatively listen live every Monday and Thursday from six. P.M. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the blogtalk.com, the Bachelor, L.A. Bachelor, and check out the rebroadcast every day at 8 a.m. and also at 3 p.m. at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. And if you guys are interested, someone out there interested in having their own show or want to advertise, make sure you email L.A. Bachelor players from the NFL Regional Combine in week one of the NFL. But uh, before we get into that, yeah, let's continue to break these guys down because there were some more good things to get involved with with these guys before we wrap everything up. Okay, here we go. Chris Banjo, who is now a defensive back for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Chris Banjo has been in the league for a very long time. Pretty much was always a special team uh, specialist. But for the past several years, when he came from Green Bay, it opened up a little bit for him the New Orleans Saints, and then it really opened up even more for him uh, when he signed with the Arizona Cardinals. And he's still with the Arizona Cardinals and pretty much had one of his best games of his career. At the beginning of the season, well, this is the beginning of the season, but when the 53-man roster was set, he was on that practice squad. But within a week's time, they made him active, and he played a very, very good role in that game as he finished with four tackles in that game. Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs rookie linebacker Mike Dana from Michigan. He um, had started his NFL career with a three-tackle debut against the Houston Texans. He had a decent game in his debut with the NFL. Miami Dolphins linebacker Kumar Grushay-Hill. He finished with two tackles in his debut with the Miami Dolphins, or I just say the AFC East. Um, well, after he returned back to the AFC East. Uh, he was drafted, uh, especially on special teams. Contract ran out. He signed a one-year deal with the Dolphins, and he had two tackles in his day with the Fins. Brandon Copeland, who has been with the league, uh, been in the league for quite some time as well, uh, broke the league, broke into the league with the Ravens, they were the Texans, and then with the Lions, and then he started to play well with the Jets, and now he's with the New England Patriots, signed a one-year deal with those guys. He had three stops in that game, and one of those tackles was for a loss. Kenny Moore, the second, cornerback for the for the Indianapolis Colts. I really believe that this could be a Pro Bowl year for him. He was trending to that last year, but it's like the Dunbar injuries hampered him. But he did finish strong last year with over 60 tackles. He started this game off with two. He started the season off with two tackles and one pass defense. Panthers, they both finished with two tackles each. Uh, for that season. Now, one player, before we get into the HBCU schools, one guy who I've always been a big fan of, finally getting his opportunity to, to shine, and his name is Mike Thomas for the, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Mike Thomas came through the league, came through the league in 2016, worked out in New Orleans, 
got drafted by the Los Angeles Rams, but they pretty much brought him in as a return specialist. The Rams was deep with wide receivers, but he still made a, a niche for himself primarily on special teams and occasionally he got out there with the receiving core. But it wasn't as consistent. You know, he suffered from injuries. He had a suspension, uh, four-game suspension a couple of years ago. Uh, but Jay Green and also support for their rookie uh, quarterback, Joe Burrow. He came in uh, last week, although the Bengals had lost, but he did haul in two big uh, passes late in the fourth quarter with under a minute left and put the Bengals in a situation where they could have probably pulled off a win, but unfortunately they didn't. But Mike Thomas was able to contribute in that game. I'm looking for more from this young man. I think that he's going to do some solid, solid stuff with the Cincinnati Bengals and really show that he truly can be a difference maker for a team and also hopefully get to the ranks of being recognized around the league. And then everybody will be talking about two Mike Thomas. Well, we got a long way to go to try to compete with Mike Thomas in New Orleans. But Mike can play. He's a burner. Looking forward to some big things for him. Now we're going to jump into what the HBCU players did. We won the NFL. As you can tell, it's to put the HBCU brand back in the forefront. But as far as its coverage, not as strong, but it's going to be strong here on Locker Talk, on our Bachelor News Radio Network, and definitely on Locker-Sport.com. And make sure you guys go to that site. Content about the NFL that you will not see anywhere else. Make sure you guys um, check out that site, Locker-Sport.com. Now, last week, uh, Titus Harris, I mean, uh, Howard, linebacker from Alabama State, who was drafted in the first round by the Houston Texans last year, Last year, he started five games, looked pretty good, but winds up getting injured, had a knee injury in 12 of last year's rookie season when they had faced the Indianapolis Colts. So him coming back this year, healthy and stronger, says a lot. Now, the snaps, all 59 snaps that game, and also also played in three snaps with special teams in that game. So clearly, Howard is 100%. This Alabama State Hornet is ready to kick butt for the 2020 season. I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do. He's going to still continue to go up against some good pass rushes. Uh, he's definitely going to go up against some good pass rushes in the, um, the Baltimore Ravens in week two. I believe he's ready for the task. Across from him, there will be some other ACCU players that's lined up. That's going to be in there for Anthony um, uh, Levin. I mean, Levin, and then also you have uh, Antonio, I mean, oh, shucks, I, the name went away from me. I'll come back to it later. But there are two ACC players that the Ravens do have in that roster. Um, so it will be interesting to see how ACCU platform will be represented on that field. Um, and uh, we understand ACCU player voted on the top 100 players of the NFL for 2020. So we know about him. And one thing we know about him is that he was going to fly around the ball. He led. He, uh, he actually, I guess he didn't let, yeah, he did. He led the team in tackles um, last week in the game against the Jacksonville Jaguars with nine. And Stewart had three stops of his own. So they really have shown that the defense is ready. Leonard is ready to continue to get his name further down the chart as one of the best players in the NFL. Um, Stewart is definitely one of those better defensive tackles in the league. He's definitely recognized. So these two guys is trending into something great. Also, although it was just week one, but 
Tyreek Cohen from North Carolina A&T. It was really good to see how he was involved early in this matchup. Uh, a lot of times for the past couple of years, he was more, used sparingly, um, primarily wanted to be more of a, a return guy. Uh, that was how they wanted to use him as a return guy. But um, against the Detroit Lions, they actually got him involved very early, carrying the ball. He actually, in the uh, first half himself, he had four carries for 30 yards. Uh, the, the goal is to at least, at least average five yards a carry. You know, he beat that average with the four carries he had for 30 yards. Um, he also, in that game, finished with seven carries for 41 yards. It was the one play in the game. It didn't happen, but it was a penalty, and Matthew Stafford looked at him for a pass in the end zone, and if that was not a penalty, uh, that's all right. He will see that end zone um, quite often this season, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Now, across from him, while we had Tony Senior, um, also who um, went to North Carolina A&T, he finished with three tackles in that game. Now, if you go to that site, lockerdashport.com, you click on HBCU rating, rating, you'll see all the content predicated only to the HBCU combine, I mean, to the HBCU platform. Then if you pull up this article um, about week one, the HBCU players, you'll see on there, I have on there, HBCU on HBCU. Every week, hopefully, depending on the matchups allow, that it'll be a play from one HBCU player on another. And in the Baltimore Ravens matchup with the Cleveland Browns, we had one. Um, not what you consider so much a traditional one, but it was so funny at the same time. Saw a pine bluff. And so lining up for the fake, um, lining up for the punt, they decided to fake it, and then he tried to scramble to his right-hand side. For the Ravens, knowing that John Harbaugh at heart is a special teams coach, so he's always going to make sure he has his players in the right position. And this situation, while he was trying to scramble, Ravens linebacker L.J. Ford made the tackle but caused a fumble, and that's when uh, Anthony Linvin Sr. from Tennessee State came by, scooped the ball up, and recovered the fumble on the Brown 26-yard line. So that was week one's version of HBCU on HBCU. Jamie faked the punt from the ball. Anthony came and recovered the fumble. Created the Ravens, the Ravens' first turnover of the year. So that was a great breakdown in that matchup against the Ravens. Well, that concludes the show with Locker. I mean, with Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. And you guys can always reach out to me any one of my social handles on Twitter at Locker underscore Report, on Instagram Locker Report 100, all small caps, Facebook LockerReport.com, and also check me out on the Locker Talk podcast is on Facebook. I hope everyone um, is safe where they are. I hope everyone enjoyed week one. Week two is going to be great. We're going to jump right back into what these players did in week two. Looking forward to seeing what the HBCU players do. Looking for more HBCU players to sign with clubs. I will definitely keep you guys posted on that. And, of course, the NFL Regional Combine guys. Let's get down. Everyone stay blessed. Talk to y'all guys later. Bye. Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com.